Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, this is John Dorsey. How you doing, buddy boy? Don't be scared. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Tuesday Takes on Takes edition of the show. We've got a lot of great takes to get to here, and I cannot wait to do it with my good buddy Kyle Krabs, the co-host of the show, who just informed me as he was counting down to start the recording today that he has just taken a melatonin and he's drinking a cup of coffee. So welcome, Kyle. I hope we can make it through this next 25 minutes. Yeah, same. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but it's it's kind of me in general, right? Like a big conflicting paradox, the whole <laughs> take something to help you sleep, but you're drinking something with caffeine in it. But you know as well as I do, yeah. I am completely immune to caffeine at this point. I, I Yeah, that's true. I mean, you, but you keep drinking it as if it's useful. But I don't – the melatonin – see, now this is new. I've known you for a long time. We talk a lot. The melatonin with, with threw me for a loop because my um, my lady pushed it to me. She said, "You got to really? try it." Wow, uh, we did I've it the had other it. day. I slept like a baby. Well, I hope you're planning on getting eight hours of sleep because if you take a melatonin and do not get eight hours of sleep, you are going to wake up like you've been hit with a friggin' bag of pillowcase full of soap bars. Okay, so it's nine seventeen right now as we start recording <laughs> the show on Monday night. Uh, I have to be up at 4.15 tomorrow morning. Oh, we better go, so, brother. All right, pedal to the metal then, I guess. We have to yep. acknowledge uh, wide receiver one, DK Metcalf. Everybody raise your coffee cups if you're drinking coffee, <laughs> like me. If not, raise your glasses because we have to pour one out for freaking DK Metcalf. Wide receiver one had a neck injury against Arkansas last weekend, and they considered him day-to-day. Well, they got in there. They took a look around. They didn't like what they found. They've said Metcalf is done for the year, Joe. Now, I did hear it's not spinal, which is good. But whatever the issue is, is something that is going to prevent him from taking contact and prevent him from playing football between now and the end of the season. Really throws uh, his decision as far as the NFL draft into a blender. And it sucks because he's a, he's probably the most physically gifted and talented prospect in the 2019 NFL draft as far as wide receivers go. Yeah, I'm just I'm just crying still. So I, I actually um, closed my ears so I didn't have to hear more about DK Metcalf being injured. So, well, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's one of we're at that tipping point in the season, right, where we're starting to get people get hurt. Uh, Porter yeah. Gustin got hurt yeah. for well, USC. He had seven sacks this year in six games, by the way. I don't know if mm-hmm. you knew that. Very productive. We've yeah, already been robbed of Bosa productive. and Rodney Anderson, so it's... Uh, yeah, now apparently Nick Bosa's flying up to my area of the woods. Do you hear this? No. When he, With his recheck, he's flying into Philadelphia. And I want to know where, because I'll pick him up. <laughs> I'll take him to the doctor. That's very sweet of you, Kyle. Well, I mean, you know, it's be a great chance just guys being dudes in the car, right? Like, That's it. Nick, hit me up, bro, when you're in town. I'll take you to Xfinity Live. We'll have a good old time. But uh, I told you this personally, Joe. I don't expect, even if Nick Bosa does come back, his best college films behind him at this point. 
Do you do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I expect him to declare for the draft, and we've got the sample size we need to evaluate him. And uh, teaser top five grade, top five. That's it. What are we gonna say? Number one overall. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do here, man. <laughs> He'll be worth the number one pick. I'll, I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay, so Joe, we have takes on takes today. Uh, we're gonna have to do turbo round because you guys brought the rain this week. We have fifteen takes to sort our way through here on the show. Uh, things that range from Halloween candies to Tom Brady to one of our running bets throughout the season, Joe. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of ground to cover. We want to hit all 15 takes that have been provided to us. So we're going to jump right into this, Joe. And we're going to start with our uh, an oldie but a goodie, one of our loyal listeners to this show, David Bullen, dbullen98 <laughs> on Twitter said all pumpkin products are three puke face emojis. Joe, your take on this take. Uh, pumpkin pumpkin liquid products are terrible. Pumpkin beer, pumpkin coffee, no. Can't have it. Homemade pumpkin seeds are absolutely delicious. Pumpkin pie is absolutely delicious. Pumpkin donuts, absolutely delicious. Just don't give me anything in the liquid form. Where are you at on this, Kyle? I don't want to get need to hear where your take is here. I I need some clarification because I was under the impression we're on the keto diet. (laughs) What does that got to do with my? Because you're talking about you're talking about friggin' pumpkin cupcakes and pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. You have me concerned because it's pumpkin season right now. What do you What do you have in the house? I've had pumpkin seeds. I made pumpkin seeds. My man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I like. I will be having pumpkin I, I like, pie on Thanksgiving. Well, that's that's impossible to say no to. Right. And David, I love you, and I hate this take. Pumpkin pie is the. Deli- I got pumpkin muffins upstairs. Oh, yeah, I know. It's the lady, man. Melatonin and pumpkin uh, cupcakes. It's, <laughs> it's my life right now. But here we are. So uh, they're very good. Pumpkin products. I I tend to side with you, Joe. The pumpkin coffees and pumpkin beers. Now, I had a little phase with it, but I'm kind of over it. So I lean on you. You can give me pumpkin solids over pumpkin liquids. Okay. All right. We're on the same page with the pumpkin products. Kyle, this one is for you from Kevin Fielder. McKenzie Milton, the UCF quarterback, will be the best quarterback in talent of this class. Well, uh, let me say this first. I like McKenzie Milton. He's a fun football player. He's a fun college quarterback. And this feels hypocritical to say because I was willing to overlook it with Baker Mayfield, but the size is a real issue for McKenzie. Uh, he's much he's smaller than Baker Mayfield is. So Kevin's take is generally guided towards the talent. And I think Milton's a gifted player. I think he's got physical arm talent that he can work with. He's a good athlete. He's mobile. He's a threat to run the ball when he wants to. He's got good intangibles. I'm throwing all the buzzwords out there with McKenzie Milton. (laughs) But if I'm projecting him to the next level, I don't see how he ends up being the best quarterback. And I think you have prototypical guys with talent that can trump them because Drew Locke's got a huge arm. Justin Herbert is prototypical build, big-time arm, makes big-time throws. So I don't agree with this take, but I did want to get that 
out first and say, I like Mackenzie Milton. I, I want to like Mackenzie Milton more than I do. I just don't know where I'm going to fall on him when the time comes. Joe, take from DBU at underscore the swamp. Dan Mullen will win a national championship before Kirby Smart. This is a strong take. Yeah. Surprising that DBU uh, hashed, or at the swamp would <laughs> say stunning, this. Right? Um, no. Uh, Kirby Smart's going to win a national championship in the next three years with Georgia. His recruiting Whoa. classes have been just phenomenal. Yeah, they're, they're right they, up there. They're still going to play Alabama, bro. They do, but they're recruiting at an Alabama level. And that's uh, a young team. They, they had a lot of turnover from last year, so it didn't surprise me all that much to see them lose a game. Um, but uh, the real question here is, will Florida win a national championship before Georgia? I like what Dan Mullen's doing. I like his, you know, what he's doing for the culture there, but he's behind uh, two years in recruiting to Kirby Smart. So give that natty to Kirby Smart before Dan Mullen gets one. But I think they'll both get one. I think they can both get that done. All right, Kyle, uh, this one is for you from Mark Jarvis, our good friend. What's on Draft NFL? He says, Brett Rippon just might be the best senior quarterback and it's absolutely terrifying. Uh, right now, I still favor Will Greer over Brett Rippon, but I like both of these guys. Joe, I don't know if you knew this. Yesterday, fun fact, I actually updated my quarterback rankings. Did you know this? No. no. Over at thedraftnetwork.com. Nice little plug for you people. Uh, we have positional rankings, top 10s, all of our full-time staff. So I updated on 10-15 my quarterback rankings and my QB four is Will Greer. My QB five is Brett Rippon. My QB six is Drew Locke. So that's your senior quarterback class right now. And that's my outlook on those guys. Will obviously had the disappointing performance against uh, Iowa State, limited to 11 of 15 passing for 100 passing yards. That's not a misspoken number, 100 passing yards. And, uh, it's a game that I'm eager to dig into because we need to ask the question, what did Iowa State do to so effectively put the clamps on Will? And what does that project to in the NFL? Is that easy, easily replicatable? And, Joe, the reason why I pivoted this to Will Greer is because we didn't get any West Virginia questions on yeah. the show. So I had to yeah. talk about West Virginia Huge. a little bit. You know? Way to recover. I checked that box. <laughs> question for you from Walker. This is the turtle dude. Right? Oh, Walker, what's this up, is, man? This is the turtle. I love Walker. I hate this take. <laughs> Bryce Love is RB1. Go ahead. No. It's all you. No, he's not. He's RB1 if you want the third down specialists and gadget running backs. Yeah, but he's not RB1. And we got David Montgomery and David Harris and Miles Sanders and those guys in that conversation. Maybe even uh, Elijah Holyfield from Georgia. So Real yeah. quick, real yeah. quick, real quick. Go ahead. I think you could put a zero on the back of that, and you're closer to being accurate. RB10? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're on the same page here. He's not RB1. Uh, Kyle, I've got another take for you. But before we get there, I want to talk about sex. Good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. 
Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On, and you can try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. We'll be right back with more Takes on Takes right after this. All right, Kyle, let's see what we got for you here. Let's do this. I've got, I've got one here from Billy Grayson, and he says, if GMs were smart, Drew Locke, the Missouri quarterback, would be lucky to be a day-two pick based on the tape so far this season against actual competition. This is an interesting take, and I actually I spoke with this with – what's his name? Um, one of the gentlemen that's – he's affiliated with the Maxwell. He was putting out a tweet over the weekend talking about Drew Locke versus Power 5 competition and how he's thrown like eight more interceptions than he has touchdowns so far in his career against Power 5 competition. And he's like, people are going to try and tell you Drew Locke is the top quarterback prospect, but this is how he's performed against the best competition. That's crazy. And I chimed in and I said, you are absolutely right, but we've seen the NFL just completely ignore this altogether as recently as last year with a top 10 pick. So I agree with the take that Drew Locke, I mean, I just got done saying he's QB6 for me. Uh that's a f- going to be a fringe day two type player based on you know the average number of quarterbacks that's taken in any given draft class. Drew Locke, for me, I want to like him more than I do, but the touch is a problem. Handling pressure and decision making under pressure are significant problems. And now you're adding in you know transitioning from a spread offense and the the uh, I know they made some coaching changes this past year as well. So there's a lot of turnover there. There's a lot of variables with Drew that make me really apprehensive. And then you watch him on film. And I agree that that he has not played anywhere near the expectation of being a top quarterback prospect so far this season. Joe, uh, Joe, have you seen a lot of Drew Locke this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a ton of them. And your impressions are? It's the under-pressure stuff. The under-pressure stuff. I think that's a differentiator for me with uh, with quarterbacks. And the game just does not slow down for him. And I like his arm. In terms of arm strength, he's funny with his arm slots. He's going to have a lot of balls batted down with that three-quarter delivery, but I, I just don't think he's he's the game. It, it's there are just too many moments where it's hard for him, especially yeah. under pressure, and that's going to be what pushes him down for me. You want guys that make it look easy, and yeah. he does not yeah. make it look easy. It looks hard, Joe. We have several dudettes who chimed in with takes this week. This is yes. something we need to applaud. We're so happy to have some diversity with the takes. From the ladies. We got one from Amber. Amberella 06. And I thought this would be a great one for you. Ironically, you got both food takes this week. <laughs> Candy corn and peanuts taste just like a payday. Go. Uh, yeah. So this is bad, right? Like, because candy corn is is just terrible. It is not edible. Um, and so lumping in candy corn combined with anything to equal something delicious like a payday i'm out i'm out my biggest takeaway here is you think paydays are delicious 
they're it's caramel and peanuts. I mean, you can't really screw that up. That's a good combination. Simple. It's simple and classic. It's, it's not a Snickers. We're not going to we're not going to get in the candy bar debate because we're just going to no, hate each no. other. That's fine. But do you eat, do you eat candy corn, Kyle? Because I need to know if we we can continue doing Here, this podcast together. My favorite thing to do with candy corn is throw it at the children that ring my doorbell. Oh, beautiful, my man. And is Halloween the worst? Halloween is the worst holiday, right? Like once you switch over into home ownership, Halloween sucks. <laughs> right? Like I'm just trying. I'm just trying to like enjoy my evening, do some work. The dog is losing her mind. The doorbell's ringing every five seconds. You gotta be. You gotta pretend to be entertained with the outfits that you're getting at your front door. It's just. It's not my holiday. <laughs> you. You can totally understand why this is not my holiday. Oh, Kyle, I I've learned very quickly after one year of home ownership to never be home on Halloween. So I go somewhere. Oh, that's else. right. You told me this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's genius. Absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. I go somewhere else. I go somewhere. I'm not home. I'm not dealing with it. I have three dogs. They're maniacs. Can't can't happen at my house. Uh, source familiar with um, your your household can confirm that your dogs are maniacs. <laughs> All right, Kyle, we got one coming back to you here. Um, this comes from Mike Spencer. Kendall Sheffield and Damon Arnett are the two most overhyped players in this upcoming class. They're fast, but they're not good at football. All right, so here's the deal. I agree with this take if Sheffield and Arnett are getting a lot of pump. I'm not totally up to speed with how other people feel about them as football players, but for me, these guys aren't even close to top 10 corners in the class. Uh, They are very fast. Their entire secondary is fast, but their entire secondary is very hit or miss. And Sheffield's pretty light. He gets pushed around. Uh, his resume game so far is against USC in the bowl game last year, and that's because he was going against like a 165-pound wide receiver. You get some size on Kendall Sheffield, he gets pushed around. And so, yeah, if if you are considering those guys as, as top-of-the-class corners, you are completely misguided, and I agree with Mike 100%. Joe, the skill at... The, with an extra E, skill, says Melvin Gordon and Jordan Howard are both top 10 running backs in the NFL and are massively underrated. I'd say that they are, yes, both top 10 running backs in the NFL. I don't think they're underrated. I think they're properly rated. I, do, do most people not agree with that? I don't. I wouldn't think that's a hot take. So now, here, I here's think my we, follow-up question. Yeah. Who, who are the top three running backs in the NFL right now? Todd Gurley. Um, Zeke Elliott, Saquon Barkley for me. Yeah, those guys are definitely right there. Um, it's Cream Hunt, maybe. They're in. They're in the top ten. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with. Those. I mean, I'm cautious on Barkley, even though I mean, like, how dare you, I just sir? Don't want to like an, How dare you? Look, he he's played like a top three running back in the NFL, but I want to see it sustained. But, it's but we to. also know what the talent level is. Oh yeah, he's exceptional. Yeah, he's exceptional. Okay, Kyle, let's get to another uh, do that take here for you from Melissa Stites. This is <laughs> this is a quick one. I'm curious what you think here, Kyle. Tom Brady is overrated. Uh, first of all, Stites is my girl. She's hilarious. Fellow Philadelphian. She understands my struggles of commuting. But 
Stites, you guys won the Super Bowl last year. Like, it's okay. Tom's not overrated. He's probably the greatest of all time. That's how I feel on the matter. Now, where's 41-year-old Tom? That's a conversation I'm not going to get into because I don't want Patriots fans throwing beer on me. So, we're going to go ahead and move on. Quick and dirty. (laughs) Robert Pinn. Joe, I don't want to take this one. It's a loaded question for me. I got to give it to you. The Chicago Bears have the best defense in football. No, they don't. Uh, They have a very, very good defense, but the best defense in football, Baltimore Ravens holding opponents at 12.8 points per game, uh, under 200 passing yards per game in this NFL, 188 on average, uh, under 83 rushing yards per game. That's your best defense in the league, brother. Does that surprise you at all? Just looking at like they're too deep. Their personnel, yeah, their personnel is exceptional. They played some battle. They played. They played the Bills, brother. (laughs) That's always going to help the stats. Um, So uh, yeah, no, I, 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 no disrespect to Chicago, but the Ravens have the best defense in the NFL. Brock Osweiler also put up three hundred eighty yards against Chicago. Just saying. Yeah, that's that's a what was that thing you sent me earlier? This is the first time in 27 years the Dolphins had a 300 yeah. yard passer, 100 yard receiver, and 100 yard rusher. 27 years. 27 years since the last time the Dolphins had a 300 yard passer, a 100 yard rusher, and a 100 yard receiver in the same game. Kyle, what were you doing 27 years ago? I was two. So, <laughs> probably playing with my Thomas the Tank Engine toys. And and and, and so it was. Brock Osweiler, Albert Wilson, and Frank, Frank Gore, yeah. 45-year-old Frank Gore. Those were the three that got that done for the first time in 27 yeah. years. Welcome to my life, man. Like <laughs> Football oh, futility great. is alive and well in South Beach. Damn it. it that's, that, was, that one, I just shook my head. I said, that is so peak Miami Dolphin. So, Joe, we got a couple more takes here, but before we do... Uh, I want to talk to everybody about one of our sponsors today on the show. Ever since we've started doing a football-related podcast, people in my personal life, people that I meet on the internet, they ask me for a lot of advice. And it's usually on what team to bet on. And uh, with, with the betting changes in this country, it's a really exciting time to you know, have some money to throw around and put some on the game. But i got to be honest with you, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you do, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you are betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. You guys got to trust me. Uh, they are your best bet this college football season, pro season, regardless what game you want to bet. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to our listeners here on the Draft Dudes that's been good to us as the dudes. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. So here's what you have to do. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. Again, 
If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code Locked On. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner tonight and take the extra money. Who doesn't love free money? My bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Joe, a couple more takes to get into. Anthony says the 49ers need to draft two pass rushers with their first two picks in 2019. I agree that the 49ers need pass rush help, and I'm all about them taking one with their first two picks, but not both. Um, I think that's oversaturating it. Eventually, you've got to believe that Solomon Thomas, Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner, plus another draft pick is going to be able to get the job done. And there's been so many resources tied up in that defensive line that I don't think they can use their top two picks, more premium investments there with issues in the secondary, needing more help at wide receiver, maybe some help on the offensive line. Uh, I just think that I think that'd be way too oversaturated at this point. But I do recognize the massive need for more pass rush help. All right, Kyle, you've got to get this one. This is from Logan Hidrogo. He says the Broncos have a top 10 roster on paper, but a bottom five coaching staff. And he also goes on to say, take the L with dignity, Kyle. Yeah, I'll take the L. Uh, Vance Joseph sucks. How's that? So this team is a mess. Uh, This team gets behind late or early in football games. They try and dig their way out. That's a tough way to win in the NFL. So, Logan, I agree with you. Broncos have a great roster. Obviously, losing Ronald Leary to injury, sound like he tore his Achilles. That's a rough loss for the Broncos. It was cool seeing Bradley Chubb make a couple plays. But uh, there's just no synchrony with this coaching staff and this talent that they have on this roster. So I will, thank you very much, take the L with dignity. It's something I'm trying to do better at. Peter Dadswell, Dadders on Twitter. Despite, there you go, this is fitting. It's a Bengals take, Joe. (laughs) Despite the historic general apathy towards and dismissiveness of the Bengals, at least two of their current rostered players will go to Canton once their careers are over. I'm assuming this was not, we're not talking about Vontez Perfect. No. Two two Hall of Famers? AJ Green. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I'm good there, but who's the other one? Geno Atkins? No, Joe Mixon. Um, no, I think that's rich. I think that's extremely rich to think there's two Hall of Famers on this roster. I would say maybe Geno Atkins, Joe Mixon, those guys would have like the best chance. But I mean, this is an AJ Green thing, and you're not a Red I'm Rifle out. fan, huh? No, but I did talk about him last week, and I stood up for the man. I think he's very over criticized. But two Hall of Famers on the Bengals right now, I think that's too rich for me. Do you do you think so? You're going to put Mixon in the Hall of Fame right no. now? Hell no. Yeah. I think All he's right. got the talent to do it, but, I mean, that's such a long sure. way down the road. So, no, sure. I'm not ready to say that about Joe in any capacity at all. Last one, Kyle. Last you ready for this? This one is yours. Feed me, Joe. I need it. All right. It comes from Ronania Tuiasa Sopo. Twitter handle at Albrighting. Tennessee beat Auburn because Garantano – the Tennessee quarterback is a better quarterback and future NFL prospect than Jarrett Stidham, whom shouldn't be drafted before the sixth round. Eat it up, Krabs. Yeah, you know this is set right on the tee for me because you know my feelings on Jarrett Stidham. So here's the deal. If you think Garantano is a NFL prospect, 
he's probably going to be better than Stidden, who I am <laughs> out on. I, I just I don't buy it at all. I'm not a fan of his game. Really don't even think he's got the caliber of an arm to like present upside as a player. So, uh, Ron and I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you here. Uh, quarterback play at any high level of the game of football is going to be a dividing factor. And if uh, Jared Stidham's on one side of the field and you have a pro prospect on the other side, you have an advantage in that area of the game. I'll just say that. Joe, highly successful episode of Takes on Takes. I think this is our best one yet. Great takes. And it's all about the yeah, people giving them to you us. You guys, you, you made it real easy for us to sit here and talk some shop. So we'd like to thank you for that. If you have takes for next week, don't wait. We start collecting these as soon as this podcast posts. So here's what you got to do. Hit us up on Twitter. Joe is at the Joe Marino. I'm at grinding the tape. With the hashtag takes on takes, please make our lives easier. With the hashtag takes on takes, give us your opinions from now until next Monday afternoon. And we will pull these all together and do this lightning round style takes on takes where we give you the chance to be the star of the show. Uh, We welcome hot takes. We enjoy them. Every once in a while, we get some that we agree with. So don't be bashful. Don't be shy. Give it to us straight. How do you really feel? Tell us how you feel. Uh, We'd also like to invite you guys to come back throughout the rest of the week. This week, we got some good stuff planned. We have a fun super show planned with the guys over at Locked On NFL Draft. So make sure you swing over and check out their podcast while you're at it this week as well. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks so much for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.